0: You go ahead. I go ahead? You're yeah. giving me permission as a lady to go first? Don't do this whole shit the whole time. I will. I will do this feminist shit the whole time because the people need to hear it. Fine, just talk then. I will talk. I will talk. My lady talk. Put
1: down the drink. No, Sophia. I need to...
0: This is the name of our podcast cocktail, or I have to have my cocktail in this
1: hour. That's good. <sighs> you it in there?
0: Hello. <laughs> my name is Sophia, and I am joined by my co-host...
1: Hi, I'm Christopher, and I guess I'm the co-host.
2: What does that make you lesser?
1: There's a pilot and a co-pilot. That's all I'm going to say.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I guess I'm the pilot today. <laughs> the pilot of the pilot. Hello,
1: and <laughs> so, welcome to our podcast. Welcome the to our podcast. Hour.
0: Podcast a cocktail hour. Yes, uh,
1: it'll get better.
0: It'll get. It'll, it's a drunken discussion podcast, which means it can be about literally anything. That's true. And speaking of the topics we could talk about, which include literally everything, here are items we we cut into strips.
1: And let's find out what topic we're going to start with, and then eventually derail into various tangents from our lives. Yes. And that will be number thirteen.
0: Thirteen, battle of the sexes: understanding the experiences of men and women.
1: So, am I supposed to understand the plight of women?
0: I mean, or just explain we can try. the plight of men? Yeah, explain the plight of men. I'll try to explain the plight of women. Okay, and we can try to mutually understand.
1: Let me think of like a male grievance that we have with women. I think I can think with of one
0: women. Of one. You can just explain a male grievance in general. Doesn't
1: yeah, well, I, I mean, there's not a lot. We're pretty easygoing, and that's kind of the part of the. I disagree. First of all, you think so? I you think meet a lot of uppity men. Yes. I think think, men are usually pretty chill.
0: No, I think men are babies. I don't, I think women have like, I don't know. I think women have more communicative, argumentative problems with people. Mm. And that's usually where their stress lies. I feel like with men, their problems are like with performance, with just their feelings of self, with their like just ability to do anything. And when they don't do things well, it reflects poorly on them. Are
1: we talking about sex?
0: No, in general. <laughs> in general, not just with sex, but sex is a primary decanter? Indi- De- can- in- indicator. indicator.
1: <laughs>
0: we're already drunk. We, yeah, we're already drunk. We're already there. Yeah. Indicator of a man's inability to, uh,. Perform Perform or or succeed. be their best self. Exactly, in their own life. And I feel like the more insignificant a man feels, the more useless they become. Even if their significance isn't dictated by how they feel about themselves, even if those two things are very different, you know, if they're, like, successful but they perceive themselves as failures, they will make themselves more useless. And I feel like with women it's different.
1: How so? I think
0: because the expectation is different, and our ability to overcome obstacles is just ingrained in our DNA. I
1: feel like women have a, a weaker ability to ignore their problems. Like, How from so? my experience... What when, kind of problems? I feel female like has an issue, it has to be dealt with, whereas a man can just shove it down.
0: I know women that can shove their issues down very well and just talk about it with their girlies, and get on with their life.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. I think... And that's another thing with the issue of just discussing the sexes that you have to consider people are are their own person. Not every person or member of the gender is going to... Advocate for every single
1: stereotypical norm of the gender. I don't know. When I'm with uh, or in a relationship with a woman, their problem somehow becomes my problem. And I don't know how that happens.
2: I
0: think that's because you tend to fall into the category of a more feminine man. And that makes women more comfortable to discuss their problems with you.
1: I mean, I've had sex with them. What's more masculine than that?
0: I mean, lesbians are a thing.
1: (laughs) Then some of them are pretty butch.
0: Yeah, but not all of them. I'm, I think I'm a pretty feminine bisexual a, person.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you're not
0: 100%. That doesn't mean I don't like women. I'm still not a bit no, lesbian. No, but that doesn't stop mean stop that you're... Stop bi-erasing me.
1: No. You're well, bi-erasing you, me? That's not the argument. And that's also another thing that women do. twist around my argument. That's, I've had I'm so many... I'm not twisting many,
0: around the argument. I'm looking into what you're actually saying.
1: Well, you've misinterpreted. I've... All maybe. I meant to say is that 100%... lesbian women? Hmm. Different than bisexual women? Yes, they're usually probably butch.
2: I
0: don't think that's true.
1: They exist. I
0: am related and am friends with a lot of lesbians. And they come in all different shapes, sizes, and appearances. And not all of them are butch. Some of them are very femme.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: You are categorizing, but that's what we're
1: taught. That's the nature of the argument, isn't it? No, it's not. Yes, we're saying it's men in a box, and women in a box.
0: No, we're discussing the experiences of men and women. Experiences are differentiated. Top. I need per to get person. my
1: chokers because this is a hot topic. Ooh,
0: ooh, <laughs> yeah, I'm losing my breath. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, because I was a goth kid, I couldn't fit into the clothes. I could only buy the chokers. <laughs> <laughs> and you just bought, happened. like,
0: black trench coats and chokers?
1: Yeah, pretty Did much. Did you wear,
0: like, black lipstick and black nail polish?
1: I wasn't that goth. Okay. I, I didn't go that far.
0: No nail polish?
1: I, no, I did for a little bit. I, I was didn't.
0: about to say, like, you should do no. nail polish. I feel like that fits your thing.
1: Yeah, I, I had black nail polish for a while, then I had red nail polish, and then I did drag for a little while, and I kind of lost drag? my mind. Yeah.
0: Oh, I would love to see you do drag. If you were to act like a woman right now, mm-hmm. what kind of woman do you think you would act like?
1: Lucille Bluth. or Zach. Or Moira from Schitt's Creek.
0: <sighs> yes. At, that's the mom, right? Yeah. Oh my God, Add the babies. <laughs> David.
1: <laughs> that's the kind. That, that, yeah, that's the kind of woman I would be. Yeah.
0: Okay, and that's like your comical version of a woman, or if that's like if you freaky you know, Fridayed yourself and you woke up as yeah, a woman, that would probably, be you.
1: You know, that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. If
0: I freaky Friday'd myself and woke up as a man, I would not change it back. I think being a man's like super easy and fun.
1: I mean, I can't. Disagree. I'm exactly. having a good time with it.
0: Like, with wi- with being a woman...
1: Your months are very consistent as and a And there's man.
0: so... <laughs> everything about being a woman is consequential. There's so many, like... I feel like with every decision a woman makes, there is a consequence. Usually.
1: Isn't that for everybody?
0: I mean, yes, but with women, it's a different kind of consequence. It's a consequence of, like, perception of how ladylike you are, or how acceptable you are. There I That's feel like the with, same
1: thing with dudes, same but thing it's, with masculine. But it's
0: different. It's different. With men it's more like perception of like how good of a person you are, how intellectual, how desirable and sexy. With women it's like, oh, are you being dutiful? Are you being demure yet strong? Are you being sexy yet like cute? Like there's so many different contradictory concepts to
1: it. I think that's with everyone, but I will concede that women get judged more for being sexual.
0: Absolutely.
1: I don't judge them. Come talk to me, sexy ladies. Oh, yeah. I live in Warren, Rhode Island.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking to you right now. I'm already here. I'm your mail-order sexy lady. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> am I not sexy enough for you in my overall shape? No, yeah, you look great. Thank you. You look
1: great. Some would have tried better, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never do. I gave up quite
1: recently. <laughs> if I, I would say, if I had a past to wear makeup every day, I would never leave the house without a full face. Really? Yes. I love putting on makeup <sighs> and making myself look better I than I am. I
0: think if I had a different face than what I have... Maybe I would wear makeup more often, but I think naturally I look pretty good. I think with like Is this I, with zero? This is zero. You look pretty good. Thank you. Case in point. <laughs> like like I feel, like my mom, case in point, is like, Sophia, you're a girl, wear more makeup. You're a girl, wear a fucking dress. Stop sitting like a goddamn lesbian with your cowboy legs hanging out everywhere. You're, sh- you're man-spreading like you're a fucking man with a penis. And I'm like, Mom, this is what makes me happy. And my mom's like, Sophia, you are a member of this family. <laughs> you will wear makeup and think be a lady
1: if we freaking Friday'd with each other, then I would be I, so, you would please. be a much better man and I would be a far better woman.
0: Exactly. I think we would, like, exude, no exceed the expectations of ourselves if we were gender-swapped right now.
1: I agree. Yes. (laughs) I totally agree. I think... (laughs) We could both reach our maximum potential. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Well,
1: we can't do that. I know.
0: I wish that was a thing. We have to go to, like,
1: the Chinese restaurant and get the fortune cookies and...
0: That's They're the closed. sequel, not the
1: actual movie. I didn't watch the original Freaky Me, Friday.
0: Me neither. I was
1: fine with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. Jamie Lee <laughs>
0: Curtis playing the electric guitar, pretending like she knows what she's doing. Yeah, right?
1: That was such a great movie.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> I I follow Jamie Lee Curtis on Instagram. She's
1: funny. She's still eating that poop yogurt? Fuck yeah, she is. That, that laxative yogurt? She's... Doing the Activia, mm. getting
0: her gastrointestinal system balanced with every sip of yogurt.
1: <laughs> she was great in Halloween. Jamie she fucking Lee. was. If, Jamie
0: Lee. If you ever
1: hear this podcast, come talk to us, huh?
0: Please. Oh, my God. If Jamie Lee Curtis came on our podcast, come I over here. would. Come say hi. Oh, my God. I got goosebumps. I'm, I would be so happy. Come
1: over here. Come, come over talk here. to over here, Jamie us. Lee. Say hi.
0: Jamie Lee. I like that. Jamie Lee Curtis is one of the only celebrities with celebrity parents that, like, gives credit to her mom.
1: She had celebrity parents?
0: Her mom was the main character who gets killed in the psycho shower scene. Oh. That was her mom.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. She gives credit to her in her Instagram and she's like, "Wow, I loved growing up in Hollywood and like getting the opportunity to be in Halloween when I was 16." Like she's like, "Yeah, I get it. I have this privilege. I'm going to explain that I do and not just think like, "Oh yeah, I deserved it." She's very real about it. I like that about her.
1: I guess so. I mean, she Lily Collins didn't learn does that.
0: nothing does none of that. Lily, we know your dad's Phil Collins. Please explain yourself. <laughs> Calling out Lily Collins. <laughs> I love Lily Collins. I think her movies are so cute. But, like. Who is this? I don't, I'm not picturing The me. one with the big eyebrows. What
1: movie is she in? She's in a bunch. Name She's two of them
0: Love Rosie, To the Bone. Uh, that Suddenly in Love, that movie.
1: Never seen any of these.
0: The one directed by Woody Allen. With fucking Howard Hughes in it. She was in that one. <laughs> she was in another one. Bitch, she, she's the one that looks like Audrey Hepburn, but she's not. I,
1: know.
0: I will show I, you a all picture right, pull of up a her. Pick. Pull up a pick. Pull keep up a talk, pick of keep Lily talking. Collins. Keep talking while will I, pull I up explain
1: a why women, all Shut women, be shopping. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <You> be shopping. Be <laughs> shopping.
1: I love women. I grew up in a house with very powerful women. Two very powerful women.
0: I love men like that. They usually are so much nicer.
1: My grandmother. This is Lily Collins. I have never seen this person before in my entire She's life.
0: She's in so many movies. Is she, an,
1: is she an alien human hybrid?
0: I don't know. I, is she?
1: She looks Maybe. like she. Look at that neck. That's an alien neck. That's
0: a very long neck. That's Lily a Collins. long
1: ass and skinny neck.
0: Yes. Look at those eyebrows. They're so thick. So? She's so... (laughs) She's not thick, but her eyebrows most certainly are. She was in the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. Oh, yeah.
1: She played the girlfriend. Did you
0: see that movie?
1: I did not like that movie. It's called... What's it called? It's like incredibly wicked and extremely shocking.
0: It's something like that. It's the most longest title for the movie that we all call the Ted Bundy Zac Efron movie.
1: Yeah, but... It was neither of the things that the title said it would exactly. be. Exactly, it was he just raped like... dead bodies. Yeah, and we didn't get to see Beheaded one scene dead bodies. We didn't get to see one scene of Zac Efron whipping out what I'm assuming is a pretty decently sized penis. And of Zac, Zac Efron's or of Ted Bundy's? No, Zac Ted Bundy was stacked, and we all know it. <laughs> <laughs> but Zac Efron, I would have liked to seen him fuck a corpse. I'm maybe that's just me.
0: I think they were like I don't. You know when in movies actors like deliberate with the script writers and say like, "Oh, I don't want to do that. Can my can my character's name be this? I don't want to say this." You can't
1: do that with a biopic.
0: Oh nope. Yes, they can. Can my character's name be Fred Turgeson? Oh no, they can't do that. But they can be like, "Oh, I don't want to do this scene." They can deliberate that in their contract if they're a big enough name actor. But the movie was about Efron was probably like, I don't wanna be
1: the actor that fucks a corpse in a movie. But it was about his girlfriend, this Lori Collins chick.
0: Yeah. Lily
1: Collins. Lily Collins. But it wasn't even about Ted Bundy.
0: I know. And then they only showed him, like, kind of killing someone at the end. I it hated was so that. stupid. I think the movie was more, it seemed more like a glorification and sexualization of Ted Bundy than anything else.
1: There's a great book on Ted Bundy that I, I'm not remembering the title of. But was
0: it the one that was written, like, during his lifetime yep. or after? I no, think yeah, my mom while he was in that. prison.
1: Yeah, that's one. if you're into true crime... I mean, any book on Tim Bunny is going to be fun. He was one of America's greatest serial killers.
0: The greatest one. He has a great
1: quote. He we're says, fun. The first time you kill a woman, you got mm. it all planned out. And yeah. by the tenth time, you forgot where you put the wrench.
0: <laughs> what, a, what a kidder. What a funny man
2: that yeah. raped and killed so many women. So many women. So
0: many women that were long-haired brunettes. I heard a story... I saw an interview with a woman that escaped Ted Bundy, Mm. and the only reason she escaped him was because she cut her hair short the week before, and he had been stalking her because she had long brown hair, and then when he kidnapped her, he was like, why'd you cut your hair? And he dropped her off and didn't kill her.
1: Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's He was so- a man of taste. Well, for a lot of serial killers, when it's a, <laughs> a, when it's a pro- uh, process situation, it's all about sexual gratification.
0: I feel like if you're going to live with the guilt of killing that many people, even if you are a sociopath, you have to rationalize it somehow because you know it's wrong.
1: But if you're a sociopath, you don't care.
0: You don't care, but you still have to rationalize that it's wrong.
1: Well, you gotta imagine bringing it back to the battle so of the sexes. So, you have like these thing. rules.
0: You have the rules that like, you don't kill short hair Brunettes.
1: No, it's all about who, you, who you're attracted to. He wanted to. I think it's both. He had a sexual attraction for some reason to chicks with long brown hair, and he wanted to murder them.
0: Well, it was and also in the 70s. Every woman had long, straight brown hair back then.
1: And he was an all American guy.
0: He was not American. He probably
1: would have been like Justice Kavanaugh if he hadn't killed a bunch of women. <laughs> ah, he probably uh, could have been. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. It's like, cut from the same cloth, I believe. Did you
0: see the Ted Bundy tapes, like that documentary?
1: Yeah, but they didn't tell you anything new.
0: They did. I remember they talked about how he had a tan, like, Volkswagen bug. Yeah and it was because like his lawyer's mentor had the same car and i think that like showed how much of a poser he was he was like i want to be a great lawyer one so i can figure out a way to get away with murder and two so i can be glorified cuz he didn't have friends but well, he always thought he had friends
1: it's more of the sociopathy thing right like this is what being a successful lawyer looks like I, of a, I don't A brown Volkswagen it. bug. It, to his opinion, right? In the right? 70s, it was. Like, and he doesn't have any kind of internal emotions, so he's just kind of copying based off of that. Yeah,
0: like, if he, he doesn't have his that. own taste. Like, yeah. and that's an, also an indicator of a sociopath, was that they showed, like, how many identities he was able to place with how he could just, like, flip yes. his hair and shave his face a certain way, and he looked like a totally different person. That's a sociopath. Can, trait. A sociopath
1: is just... They understand social interactions, but they have no emotional context mm. for anything. Interesting.
2: Yeah, I never thought about it that way.
1: But relating That's back true. to "Battle of the Sexes," yes. when you talk about how men serial kill and women serial kill, it's very different. Men are yeah, very they don't like. Talk
0: about serial ki- female serial killers very often. They're uh, not and they fun
1: don't- to ro- And you know why? I'll tell you why, Because women don't say shit. They, women killers keep their mouths shut.
0: Yeah, women know how to keep a secret. That's for damn they sure. Clo- they're they not in it for the fame.
1: To, they don't. They know, They did no. what they did, and they're I closing think, their mouths.
0: I think women. I think it's because of an advantage that women have over men. Women are taught from a young age how to keep secrets and how to manipulate,
2: mm.
0: how to trick a man into thinking that something that was the woman's idea was actually theirs. That's something that women are taught You're very, me very young. are
1: that women are taught inception from birth?
0: Yes, they are. They seriously fucking are. So women serial killers, they'll probably, like, get a man to do their bidding at first and then do it themselves it's and then just get just, the man uh, to, like...
1: Poisoning men to get their money, their life insurance money.
0: No, there are women that kill men in cold fucking blood.
1: Not really. I yes, mean, yes, there than are. Have you ever seen Snapped? <laughs> uh, okay, fair. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yes, but those are, are not serial killers. Huh? Those are those are like spree killers. Like they only kill. They're not serial killers. There are some female serial killers. I feel uncomfortable talking
0: about it. <laughs> okay, let's change the topic then. Yeah,
1: we'll change the topic. There, there
0: are many different. Well, we can still t- stick to like Battle of the Sexes, but like different. Part of it. No one told me that vaginas get erections No one told me that I had to figure that out Vaginas get erections, did you know that?
1: Like blood goes to the vagina? Yes, Yeah. yeah. when
0: women are aroused Their labias get In bigger fact, yeah. yeah, and puffier and stuff That's a female erection And then they get wet That's pre-cum It's the same thing, just different looks yeah, Did you know that the skin of a labia is like the same as the skin of a ball sack? I didn't know that.
1: That checks out.
0: Yeah, it's like reformation. They both look weird. Yeah, and clitoris is just tiny, tiny Have quenisses. you ever...
1: I cannot jerk off or watch pornography when I get high. Because get the high whole procedure On weed? Yeah, on weed. Weed? On weed. On weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marijuana. When I get high and then I watch pornography and I'm like, this is gross. Really? What we do to each other is weird and gross, and I don't want any part of it.
2: I don't
0: know. I think it's because I, like, wrote an essay on, like, polyamory and where it comes from. I, like, had to look up, like, bonobo monkeys, like, the origin of humans and, like, their sex.
1: Bonobo monkeys have sex to say hello. Cool. We don't have sex to say hello. It would be a very strange thing if we did. I don't think it'd be that strange. We'd get nothing done. We wouldn't. We'd n- be saying hello all the fucking time. Yeah.
0: Like, bonobos just, like, they have prostitution. Like, women, like, female bonobos literally prostitute themselves to get food. And then just hoard it.
1: That just makes sense.
0: Exactly. That's Spindy what females man. do sometimes.
1: I still think it's weird. It's like we put parts of ourselves into other parts of ourselves.
0: But it feels so nice.
1: It does, yes. Doesn't it feel great? No, it feels good, but... Like, for some reason when I'm high and I'm watching it, as, like, I just get into this third-party perspective where I'm like, this is a weird thing we do. Yeah. And I can't relate to, like, the feelings of it.
0: I guess it is. I'm like, this is is
1: just on its face.
0: Like, if I was high... A very
1: weird thing.
0: I guess if I was really thinking about it, I would think, like, when... Like, usually when I'm high on... I would think... I get in, like, loops of history. I think about history a lot. Okay. And I think of, like, the origin of, like, human thought. So I would think of, like, okay... When did humans first think putting their penis inside of other vaginas is, like, a good idea? It's just an
1: innate thing, though.
0: Exactly, it's, it's like an innate thing. It's
1: pumping blood through your heart.
0: But, it's n- but we already know, because we're in a digital age, and we know how babies are made and stuff, and we were t- discussed with it, we know penis and vagina means sex and feels good and it creates babies. We already know that. But, we f- but before we knew that, how did we think, oh, yeah... My penis in this vagina feels good, makes baby. How did we figure that out?
1: That's just, a, it's one of the innate they, they were like, brain things.
0: They were just, like, bumping fronts, and then we were like, why don't we bump inside fronts?
1: No, that's just how we, we it goes back it to, went like from a cellular dry, level. It, it
0: was, like, high school to college. It was, like, dry humping to full sex, you know?
1: That's not how evolution
0: happens. I think... That's an analogy people could use if that applies to no, that.
1: No, we went from putting babies in, or like the one X chromosome inside an egg that men jizzed on.
2: That's a technical term, the but like that jizz inside. has to get in there
0: somehow. No, 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 no. Male,
1: I'm talking fucking reptilian ape to people. mammalian. What? Reptilian, the evolution from reptilian creatures to mammalian creatures. Oh.
2: Uh okay.
1: The egg so sac is like, now on the inside, and then they're like, okay, so we'll just shoot it right up in there.
0: But they weren't thinking, oh, yes, this egg sac, I have to create a child now. They were like, ooh, must procreate. Yes. Why did they think must procreate, and why did they think doggy style? I,
1: I don't know. I guess that's a deep when they Before, question.
0: they even knew what dogs were. They didn't even know what dogs were, and they were like, doggy style. Every animal and insect did that.
1: I think it's just... Position, at least from personal experience. It's just a easier yeah, it position is. to do.
0: Yo, ladies, why does every lady like doggy style? I will explain.
1: Go okay. You asked ex- the question, <laughs> and I guess you have the answer. I already
0: have the answer. I I've had many a guy ask me why all girls like doggy style.
1: My <laughs> girlfriend didn't.
0: She didn't like doggy style. She thought it
1: was impersonal.
0: Exactly, that's why a lot of girls like doggy style. For this impersonal. And it reaches deeper. Yes. Whatever dick you have reaches way deeper when you're doing doggy style.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And the girl doesn't have to worry about being self-conscious because most women's backs look like most other women's backs, so they look pretty good. Especially when
1: they arch their spine.
0: Exactly, exactly. And... Like, like the girl's not worried about, like, oh, my sex face looks weird, or my hair looks weird, and my tummy rolls look weird, and my boobs flop a lot. Like, they're not worried about that. They're like, oh, yeah, my ass looks great, because it's arched real big, and my back looks like a woman back, so it's fine. I and mean, men sty- like it, too. Yeah, exactly. Doggy style's good for everybody, because doggy style just, like, takes... The personalness out of it, you can, like, really get into your own zone and just focus on the sensation.
1: Okay, yeah, that's another thing I want to talk about. Just in terms of what's the what's the level of, like, I'm with another person and this the, like, primordial level of, like, I'm just trying to get into my own rhythm here. I'm just trying to catch f- that wave.
0: I feel like that's the difference between the make-out foreplay stage and the sex stage. Mm. I feel like once you enter the sex stage, you're just in the sex stage. You're just in the, like, I'm trying to get off, I'm trying to make sure I'm being a good person about it. That's about it. Okay. And with the foreplay stage, you're like, I'm being an extra good person, enjoying who I'm with, and, like, you know, making them feel good and stuff.
2: You know? All right. I feel
0: like that's... I, I don't think... The making love stage goes into the sex stage. If it does, it's not good sex, in my it's opinion. It's just less
1: fun, in my It's less experience. fun, and it feels
0: less good, because it's like slow and awkward and romantic and stuff. Well, it's like, like, if have sex to is look romantic, it doesn't feel that
1: great. I'm sweating. I'm sweating, and I'm trying to just get into a groove.
0: Getting pussy, I'm sweating.
1: And you know, it's not like porn. Sometimes you get a cramp and you're like, shit, gotta move. Or then you just want to move. Yeah, those are the cut
0: scenes of the porn.
1: Yeah, Right. The non-performance part, the where non-performance. you just have to find out through life. No one prepares you.
0: Exactly. Like, what
1: happens when you're about to come and you get a cramp?
0: I would love to see, like, an uncut porn scene, and that would be the explanation for, like, 13-year-olds. Like, this is what sex is like. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the sex ed of America, just uncut porn.
1: Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah.
0: Uncut porn without the performative... Us, you know.
1: Yeah. What do you think about a a, a
0: performative moan? a performative fucker a performative just someone me.
1: where it's like you know I'm not a hundred percent sure but you may be putting on a show for me
0: <laughs>
1: and I don't know whether what to makes enjoy you think or, that a person's putting on a show for you?
0: Well, when I
1: have sex with someone, mm-hmm. I need to make a conscious effort to make noises other than just heavy breathing. Yeah. So when you know, like, whenever I, I hear like. Full sentences like "You're so great at this," or "I'm yeah. having a lot of fun," or "Please don't stop."
0: Who says I'm having a lot of fun? Very
1: proper people. <laughs>
0: proper, people proper people playing saying full sentences during sex.
1: Full sentences, periods uh, included.
0: That's that's when I think the sex isn't good. If someone's able to say a full sentence without like, like interrupting. No, and they, no, and there stuff. Are, that's yeah. not
1: good. Well, I guess i they're I saying was it for that. your
0: sake to make it better.
1: Well that I was assuming that like there are get and shit. Um, and but there yeah. was a certain level there, of like are we putting on a show here or are we just trying no, to get something done? I
0: don't think it's necessarily a show. I think it's sometimes like vocal cues that people come up with in order to make the sex better or to cue the other person to make the sex better. It's okay. like it's like oh this part of the sex feels really good. How am I going to get them to keep doing the same thing?
1: Oh, right Say there.
0: sentences. Oh, right you know? there.
1: That's the stuff. I'm right having there. a fun
0: time. I'm
1: having a fun time. You know? <laughs> this is okay.
0: This is great. I'm fine. I love this. this. This is so fun. I'm happy to be here. I'm
1: happy to be a part of it. I'm this. happy to be a part this of it. This is a great deal.
0: Yes. I'm <laughs> glad I signed up for this. <laughs> this is, I'm yeah. glad I went home with you.
1: This is working out. I <laughs> is a plus. Well exactly, done. right in this
0: monotone
1: voice. And I've just come. I have come. Congratulations.
0: I have came. Came I have.
1: Came. There it I is. Have. Do you mind if I leave now? Where's
0: the towel?
1: Where is the? T- That's another whole thing with movies. How they like they like cut to the end of the sex scene and they like just roll over in bed. Like, like you What, what ins- happened to the juices? They
0: came inside them. That's the bad part. No,
1: but it leaks out. It does. It always leaks out.
0: Ugh! I don't get it when pe people, girls and men are like, "Oh, I love like come inside me." I don't get that. Exactly, like, those aren't my juices. They feel weird and they smell weird. My ex
1: had ovarian cysts, so...
0: I have ovarian cysts. (laughs) Infertile. I hope I'm fertile. Not right now, but maybe someday.
1: Hmm. But... Maybe.
0: You know, I have ovarian cysts. I've gone to the hospital for ovarian cysts. Have you ever gone to the hospital for your penis? I doubt...
1: No, I mean, I have never injured it, but I know people who have... <coughs> it's all right.
2: I went down the wrong pipe.
1: You just—it, you know. <coughs> you guys gotta deal with it.
2: Gin down the wrong pipe doesn't feel good. I'm tearing up.
0: Ow.
1: It's okay.
0: Ow. I don't
1: don't like get upset. It. I knew this. Pro- this topic was gonna get <laughs> I'm get so heated. Sad. Don't get sad.
2: I'm so sad. <laughs> it happens. Not being a woman. I don't like being a woman. Yeah. I feel like a 12-year-old girl again. Do you know what something fucked up that my mom did when I was, like, seven? My mom, who pretended to be Santa Claus, put training bras in my Christmas stocking. And then on my seventh year of life, on Christmas, I woke up to four training bras in my stocking. Thinking Did you even have
1: tits at seven? No!
2: And thinking, oh yeah, Santa Claus, this fat white guy with a big ass beard is like, yeah, this seven year old's gonna get tits. I'm gonna give her a fucking training bra. You know how fucking awkward that is? You know how not unique that experience is?
1: I'm sure your mom was just looking out for you.
2: She meant well, but she did that when I still believed in Santa Claus. She didn't think how that would be fucking weird. (laughs) Mom, why didn't you think that'd be fucking weird? Because it was.
1: Why'd you make it weird?
2: Why'd I make it weird? I just had to think, oh yeah, a mythical white... That man who watches me when I sleep and notices when I've been bad gives me four training bras in different colors in my fucking Christmas stocking. That doesn't sound weird to you?
1: <laughs> Why do you put it like that? Exactly. <laughs>
0: And I had no idea what like training bras were. I was that I did not ask for it, not on my Christmas list whatsoever. Bras have never been on my Christmas list. I am a non-bra-wearing woman. Some women. The only re- people
1: who write on Christmas lists are children.
0: I mean, yes, but like <laughs> some women really love wearing bras. I knew a lot of like, like friends when I was myself 12 or 13 when they were also 12 or 13 who really loved wearing bras even when they had like fucking a cups like barely anything I thought made made me look
1: very attractive
0: yeah sometimes they do they make like the breasts look really full and nice and they like you know just put them where they're supposed to be and they just make you feel older and more mature and womanly than you are and it's great I never had that gratification because I always had nice rounded titties (laughs) and it never felt like, oh yeah, I need a bra to make my boobs more round and titty like, you know, I just had pretty nice boobs, but nipples really, and jiggliness really give it away that you're not wearing a bra. So people are like, Sophia, wear a bra, you're going to get saggy tits someday. You know how awkward it is when your dad says that? Exactly. Well. Your dad has never said, like, you know, Chris, you should really wear boxer briefs because your dick's gonna get saggy someday. No,
1: my mom said you gotta wear tighter underwear because your balls are poking out of your shorts.
0: They're poking out of your shorts, but they're not gonna get saggy someday. They accepted but that balls get saggy. Just because
1: I'm giving you a problem, it doesn't belittle your problem. I'm you not saying it belittles
0: your problem. I'm just saying that your problem's not the same as mine.
1: Uh, so, okay, But obviously.
0: Exactly.
1: It's okay. That's what I'm no one's better than the other. It's all right.
0: It's not all right. It's not
2: okay. I feel
1: like people don't address like I think I think you need some validation for your problems, but I don't know why. <laughs> why do you need that? <laughs>
2: Why do I need validation for my
1: problems? Because
0: yes. I'm frustrated with them.
1: Everybody they're problems is. that
0: plague me every day. Yeah, everybody and has
1: problems that plague them every day. Yes,
0: but they're gendered experiences. Why should ha- so? more than half of the population be faced with these certain problems that shouldn't affect them when men don't have these problems? Like I shouldn't be faced with the problem of like people thinking less of me because I don't wear a bra or I choose to not wear a bra. I shouldn't have to deal with that. I
1: feel like if enough women stopped wearing bras, that would be their thing. Like, New York freed the nipple, but you don't see women not wearing their tops.
2: Exactly. But if
1: everybody started doing it, same shit with ankles. But
0: why do you think women stop aren't doing that? You it's can because make this they're afraid st- of being judged, and that's a thing that women are taught from a young age to not feel because women are expected to judge each other. Men are expected to judge women for how slutty they are. It's an... A integral thing from the second you're fucking born.
1: Well, that's all you know it's alright. It's you're getting gonna be okay. At, you're getting mad at me for being no, mad I, about I it? I just want you to know it's gonna be okay. Is it? Yes.
2: I'm just gonna be an
0: old woman in a crusty ass bra that a nursing home puts me in?
1: No but you get to decide what affects you. No. I'm
0: still mad about it now, and I'm probably going to be pretty mad about it then. I know, but... (laughs) Because bras are integrally uncomfortable, empirically uncomfortable. All
1: right, so you can stop wearing it, and it's just a matter of not giving a fuck-ness.
0: No, sometimes.
1: Nursing homes just put you in bras anyway. Okay. That's a thing. (laughs) I'm just watching... Don't you
2: know that that's... Can't you see that? That's fucked up.
1: I understand I that there are how worse problems you are I there just, are
0: worse problems it doesn't mean the problems I face aren't still important. I know it's just that's I'm why just, women problems keep getting perpetuated because people are like, oh, it's not that bad doesn't mean it's not <laughs> that not, so that's not, doesn't mean it's not that bad
1: I feel like you have a lot of anger
0: I do have a lot anger because <laughs> I'm a woman and I deal with.
1: Anger I don't a know if you can way. blame that on womanhood I think that's just a you thing
0: No I think that's a bri- uh, a nurturing thing I think I don't I wasn't Taught how to deal with anger proper, properly And I, th- I don't think a lot of women are Taught to deal with anger properly
1: Like what do you mean I shove my feelings down and then they overflow on the stupid shit And I blow up
0: Yeah it's a pretty feminine problem But I think In most women that I've Spoken to about their experience with dealing with confrontation and anger, you're taught to deal with your problems by yourself or with your friends that are girls because they're the most people that will understand. You don't want to put like put them up with men because they'll just men are taught
1: the same thing. Except you can't confide in your male friends.
0: Exactly, you're just not taught to confide in anybody. You
1: just shove it and you shove you just it. Just shove, shove it, shove it, shove it. You shove it, keep shoving, and I yeah. like shoving.
0: I think that's a. That's a marginalized experience thing, because even with, like, white people, you're not taught to, like, talk about your white people problems with other white people, but with black people, you're able to talk about, like, your black people problems with other black people, and you have, like, this kind of sisterhood such brotherhood of just having the shared black marginalized experience, and that's the same thing with women in general. You know, it's just a marginalized experience because you have to deal with these other problems because of just who you are and the society that deems that you are different and you have to deal with things differently. You become a collective and you, you know, appreciate each other. I
1: just don't get angry about that kind of shit.
0: Because you're a white man.
1: I don't know if that's the reason. I
0: think it's part of it.
1: I think I'm just a more private individual who has a lot of private problems. I
0: don't know. Maybe not enough white men have asked you, like, "Hey Chris, what's bothering you?"
1: <laughs> Why would that? Be? Yeah, but I wouldn't say, "Oh." Uh,
0: Maybe if more people asked you over the course of your uh, life, people "Hey, judge me immediately hey, Chris, because what's ha- I'm what's white? white."
1: People think I, I'm just racist already because I'm white. Like, that's I don't not have what bad said. Kind of No, but, but that's like an example of just a thing I don't. I don't. Feel upset about? I have well, yeah, because
0: you understand Why people assume that it's
1: like more inter interpersonal, like yeah. problems. Just more private problems. I, I don't feel care like about f- the deeper problems. Are just more personal problems for me. No, or no for anybody. Why you upset? Oh, I just got into a big fight with my girlfriend, and I but know what? I made the mistake, and I just got to figure out how to apologize. But I also feel like she's in the wrong.
0: Yeah, it's a more daily problem, but there are still more integral problems to the female and people of color experience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That you just don't have to deal with.
1: I don't think that's, like, the major problem for the majority of people. I feel like most people only care about a certain amount of things. Like their jobs, where their money's going, their housing, and... The people that they surround themselves with, like family and friends,
0: Yeah, but the people they surround themselves with, there are a lot of like social problems that can affect like their day-to-day perceptions of other people and themselves.
1: I guess, but I don't know if it's more of a societal issue. I think it's just but they
0: can be affected by societal problems. I, I guess societal so. and social problems, the suffixes match, affect one another
1: i okay yeah. i don't see how racism affects problems it's a social problem
0: it's a it's a societal racism is a so, societal problem that's that affects social issues
1: yes, but not personal problems all not right, to I, you I, okay all right all right I'll take your word for it all right. that's just not what i worry about i i i i don't know I just worry about me i guess. I'm very selfish, in that respect.
0: You know, sometimes being selfish is not the worst thing to be.
1: I'm not hurting anybody, but I'm, well, some some people will say so.
0: Sometimes being selfish affects other people. If their own selfishness disassociates or like you know disagrees with your selfishness, then I guess they, consequentially, intermingle. I don't think that phrase made sense, but I'll say it anyway. I don't know. And, yeah, that's when your own willingness to do your own thing blows up in your own face, you know? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So when other people, with their own perception of the world and their own perception of how people should treat them, clashes with yours. I feel like that's most of the reason people get mad at me, is when, like, I think, oh, I would be okay if this happened. And that clashes with the immediate person in this situation's I perception agree. of this would be not fine with me. You it's know? a little
1: bit about what just happened. <laughs> True. <laughs> 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 That's my story of my life. And I also just have a habit of, I don't know, when I get around people, especially if I've been drinking, I just say the wrong things yeah. that I think are funny.
0: Yeah, but to the other that to the other just, person
1: is not very too fun. close
0: to home. Yeah. you know.
1: They're like, "Oh, my dad did molest me." I was like, "Well, I didn't know that. I was just talking about Catholic that. priests.
2: You know?: <laughs> Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, <sighs> that's not what I worry about.: And
2: some people, like, ugh,
0: I
1: don't want to talk about
0: this because the person I'm clashing with Would get upset about it.
1: clashing with.
0: They're, they're mad at me right now because they think I was talking shit about them when I was actually trying to be a good person. But they were just paranoid in thinking that, like, oh, yeah, anybody who's talking to me is probably going to be talking shit about me. I'm like, that says more about you than it does about me. Yeah. I was not. And I've never done anything bad to this person. They were just assuming because of this situation I was doing something bad. Anyway... But, yeah, that goes to, like, anybody that is paranoid and automatically assuming that because of their bad experiences that they've had in the past, they will repeat themselves. And that anybody that comes into their life trying to do good automatically has bad intentions. That's a PTSD thing.
1: Like, okay. Yeah. I I avoid those people because from the get-go they don't vie with me. I mean... they can just tell that I'm not, uh, you know... I'm just not the most sensitive guy in the world. I just like to have a good time.
0: But you're friends with me.
1: I know cuz yeah, I know, but you're not one of those people mm-hmm. who are just ready to be upset.
0: I don't try to be upset all the time, but I usually am upset all the time. I'm I just not don't
1: upset all the either. time. I just dread things.
0: Yeah, I do dread I things. I
1: just a lot. worry that things will happen.
0: I usually have like something in the back of my mind that's just like mm why don't we deal with this? And then my mind's just like, maybe later.
1: No. Mine, I don't know why. I'm just surrounded by all these bad thoughts about relationships and dealing with other people.
0: Well, do you think it's because you just got out of a
1: breakup? It, well, you know what? It's been four months, and it's felt like four years because I haven't even been thinking about that. I, I And then it kind of all flooded back last night when I talked to my ex on the phone. Yeah. I was like... All yeah, those immediate memories just flooded back if even talked to her. It wasn't even that. She's like, you know, we haven't talked in four months. I was like, oh, shit, it's only been four months. It's
0: yeah, it felt like, like so fucking years.
1: long. Four like, oh. years.
0: I think you went through a lot of, like, growth and experimentation in that time by yourself. Well,
1: then I'm just dealing with all these other people. All, dealing with all these talking to all these other people. Including and, myself. No, no, like, you know, like... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for romantic people
0: oh and, and, your casual Tinder
1: hookups I yeah yeah and I'm trying to wade through that minefield of where do where does the where does the self fit into this Where where is Chris in this interaction yes I'm not seeing him anywhere and,
2: where is he you
1: know
0: Chris myself where is he you where know? is he
1: hiding and it's like can you ever really show yourself to another person nah, probably not
0: I think, I don't know, I try my best to show as much of myself to every person I meet as possible.
1: It's a weird goal.
0: It really is. I try to be as honest as possible with with people I first meet, just so I can weed out the people that I won't like, eventually. Like, it's just like picking out the bad eggs quickly, you know? It's, like, I try to, like, show, like, oh, yeah, these are my bad qualities. These are things that I don't like about myself. These are things that are quirky about me. I will show you them immediately. Oh, so like if a you a first
1: date? You're like, this is what's wrong with me. Not
0: even, like, first date. It's, like, oh, the first, like, three times someone hangs out with me, even just as a friend. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, yeah, these are all my, like, bad qualities. Here you go. I won't say, like, here are my bad qualities, but I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll just... Be my authentic self, and if you don't like that, I'll probably never see you again, and that's fine. And I won't care, because mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh yeah, you wouldn't like me, so I don't care if you leave or not. Mm. I, don't, I don't care about, like, putting a front of myself for anybody.
1: Oh, I do that all the time.
0: Why do you do that? You're such a cool person, regardless. I know, that's
1: one of the fronts, is of being a cool person.
0: I think I've seen. <laughs> a, have I seen your authentic self?
1: What does that even mean? I mean,
0: I um, your self that you reveal when no one's around.
1: I don't even know what that is, man. I, I'm, I'm you're so you're diluted. alone
0: enough to know that. I know, that.
1: and it's it's always like a, a moment, it's just like a weird performance for myself. I thought I'm coming to terms with. It's one of the dread things.
0: I don't know if that's a part of depression or if that's a, a personality trick. Because I know I felt that when I was more depressed. I don't know.
1: I've been. In the theater world, for like forever, and, me too. And that just encourages ju- uh,
0: the uh, the
1: abandonment of the self, right? yeah, A- already from the get go.
0: Was it called like main character syndrome or something?
1: Who knows? Yes, right, yeah. yeah. Like you adopt the personality of whatever. exactly. And I have different character. personalities that I turn on for different situations. Me too. Like there's me. I used with to more family. often. Now I'm
0: like, fuck. Then this is just me. If you get this me, that's that so I
1: don't know what I don't even know what authentic me is to even tell you I, I wouldn't know which is kind of fun because you never know if you show it
0: exactly it's like roulette for your brain and
1: I was with someone for over two years and I don't even know if they knew me I didn't, so I, I don't sad. know what being felt I don't know what being understood feels like so I don't know if it was possible like they got my sense of humor is that it? well they they knew why I was uh upset that one time. Was that it?
0: I think maybe in relationships you don't know how much of yourself you're showing to that person because it's mostly based on like how much they're able to intuitively understand
1: or well, for me, it was more like how how much am I just adopting of this other person's personality because I didn't know to like accommodate this. for the situation yeah, or just because that's the kind of guy I am I'm just the, i'm I'm a sponge. I don't have an internal self. I just absorb other people's personalities.
2: Mm.
1: And then, you know,
2: mm.
1: give it back to them.
0: Give it back. Just do it. You yeah.
1: Because I didn't act like how I act now when I was in a relationship. And before that, I didn't act like how I acted then when I was in the relationship, which is opposed to how I acted now. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. So I don't know. I'm not sure.
0: are you looking for a relationship in which you can be your authentic self or do you know or oh, because you not you don't know what your authentic self really well, is what that
1: is so I don't really know what yeah. what are
2: you really looking for
1: who uh, I just don't want to care I'm upset that I care I wish I didn't
0: care about what
1: about being with other people and having to deal with my own emotions. Mm. I wish I didn't care. It seems like a needless hassle. It seems unproductive to me
0: to deal with your own emotions. Yeah. I feel like you can't have any relationship without doing that.
1: I know. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. that much. But I can I can do the face level stuff. Yeah. Like I'm good at I'm I'm good up to a point where I can do the motions reciprocate, you know, nice feelings and I can get into the swing of the the fun times the romantic times, the sad times and the getting back together times and then at a certain point it just becomes kind of pointless to me and I, it becomes I robotic. turn off I just, yeah, I turn off and then I go through life for a couple months and then there's the inevitable conver- inevitable conversation where oh, this isn't working, we just don't connect anymore I'm like, yeah, you're right
0: sucks. I've noticed a lot of men say that. That they just can't, like, connect to women in that deep personal level, and they just go through the motions of, like, dealing with, like, that daily, like, daily date or hangout session or just, um, that talk or argument or something. They can go through the motions without actually, like, dealing with how they actually feel in the situation. Like, if you don't feel... That much in the relationship, like, why do you stay in it?
1: Yeah, uh, well, because what else is the alternative any better? Not even just the alternative of being single. Will the another relationship be different? In my experience, no. It all ends but you're 24 way.
0: years of experience you haven't met every person you haven't met like the full I capability know. of experience to I enjoy other it. people
1: and I will give myself leave to bail on my opinions but as they are right now that's what I'm feeling I don't I don't like it I just wish it didn't care
0: with relationships
1: yeah I would I mean and I'm fine being a hermit uh, you know but I just wish I didn't care. Mm. I really wish... I really wish I could be a vin- more vindictive person. Because I, I can be vindictive, but just more vindictive.
2: Mm.
1: And just be like, ah, you've wronged me. Now go fuck yourself.
2: I wish I
0: was like that, too. I'm
1: not I, that de- I definitely,
0: like, give too many chances. And I definitely... Am more of a hopeless romantic. I just definitely... Think about love and relationships and people way more often than I think about myself and my own happiness
1: hmm. Well, I agree for as selfish i can for as selfish as I can be, I am always inevitably with enough time past like the initial incident. I'm like, well, when it comes to their perspective, I can see why they were upset. Yeah. I can see why they didn't. Yeah, want you're to not it. a complete sociopath. Yeah, I wish, I wish I didn't have that. I wish I just could. You just, wish you were a sociopath. Yeah. It seems easier.
0: Yeah, being Ted Bundy was pretty easy.
1: It for him. <laughs> up until the point he got caught, he was really Twice. living his best life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just, uh, I'm not into it. This whole living thing seems kind of stupid.
2: It
0: does. I'm just
1: waiting for it to end.
0: It's definitely a play. It's like a play you're sick of. I'm
1: over it. It's
0: like a play you wish you left during intermission.
1: I don't understand how 80-year-olds can look back and say, life is so short, because I'm at 24, and it feels like I've been doing this for fucking ever.
0: I know. I can't imagine, like, being, like, 50 years old and being like, yeah, like, fuck, I blinked and I was 50 at, like, 20. I'm like, what the fuck? How? 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 How did you blink and, like, 30 years went past? All of that time, you did shit.
1: (laughs) You were Yeah, you were there doing stuff.
0: You were there doing stuff, feeling things, being frustrated all
1: the time. you ever felt the full weight of 24 hours? That's a long-ass fucking time. It's so time. fucking
0: t- long. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I think I was telling you yesterday. I was like, oh, I'll like, see you tomorrow. Like We'll do this tomorrow. And I was like, tomorrow is a really fucking long time away. How inconsiderate am I <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> to like,
0: I reschedule anyway, anyway. 24 hours <laughs> to the next day? Jesus Christ I'm so fucking rude
1: (laughs) I don't know I don't know all this stuff just gets on top of me at a certain point when it's like I why do I bother dealing with it if I know why do I bother feeling it when I drink if I know just when I get sober I'm not even gonna care what is it about alcohol that makes people feel
0: your inhibitions are out of the way. With your inhibitions that's like your immediate coping mechanisms. It's your immediate like way to get through life without feeling all the things you're actually feeling.
1: So why do therapists tell me not to drink?
0: Because it's not good for your health. Oh, and they're not and they're doctors. They're not supposed to tell you, "Oh, yeah, drink to make you feel better because it's like imagine if drinking was actually good for your body. Oh my god, people would be selling fucking like wine pills all the time. They
1: sell wine bottles all the time.
0: I know, but if they sell like wine pills, and you just like pop two pills and you're like drunk and it's you can like GHB. make your way through life.
1: You ever tried GHB? I have not. It's pretty much what it is. Fuck.
0: <laughs> I should try more drugs. I shouldn't try more drugs because it's bad for my health, but I want to. Stick to, to try
1: psychedelics.
0: More. Yeah, stick to yeah. Of psychedelics.
1: And then coke for fun. And with coke.
0: Yeah. I am on a Fexer every day. I do like that one for myself. That's my favorite drug.
1: That's like your focus pill?
0: That's like my don't kill yourself
1: pill. Mm. I was thinking about getting one of those, but I know if I did, I'm going to abuse it.
0: Your don't kill yourself pill?
1: Or just the anti any antidepressant or anti-anxiety, I know I'm going to abuse it.
0: Yeah. Because that's what I do. <laughs> They're
1: like, don't take this with alcohol. I was like, yeah, okay, Doc. <laughs> 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 you dweeb.
0: Pop a champagne. like boo! You know? I know.
1: I, I know. I will, and that's yeah. not going to be good for anybody. Fair enough. Oh well. All right. Let's see what happens.
0: I think that's a good time to end.
1: Yeah. We. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: <laughs> I'm way drunker than when I started. We
1: got off on a whole thing. I got off. I mean, yes. Me, <laughs> as did I. I think we both did at different times during the the. It wasn't discourse. in
0: unison, but that's okay. But that's you know? the way it
1: usually goes.
0: Exactly. Ha- Orgasms in unison are just ridiculous. That's
1: only in porn. you know. Like, that's only in happen.
0: porn, and that's only in movies. Hollywood glorifies orgasm unison.
1: And don't... Hey, if I can leave you with a one last nugget of wisdom. <laughs> you know, don't fuck just to orgasm. Fuck because it's fun. And it's... Don't worry about the... End goal. It's more about the process. It's
0: so more about the journey than the destination. Yeah. Enjoy the person you're with. Don't just have sex with someone because they're there and because they said something remotely nice to you. Uh, have sex with them because you really like them. Uh, yeah, uh, Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: That's nice in theory. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. This has been... Sophia and
1: Christopher
2: at the cocktail table. The
1: cocktail table.
2: Tail table. Bye,
1: everybody. Goodbye.